welcome to the special episode of Cool Pod podcast series brought to you by Cool Earth Connections. I'm your host Deepa Kulkarni and today we have a very special edition of the podcast. Um, it's uh, it's our family a family podcast uh, uh, and um, you know, they say uh, charity begins at home uh, for us as a family uh, sustainability and um, environmental awareness uh, begins at home so with me today I have Varun who is a um, recent inductee into the Stanford family and uh, very excited to be there so welcome Varun hi very excited to be here also. Oh, nice. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> then we have Viraj, who is um, a fresh uh, high schooler. And uh, he has recently uh, come from India and started high school here and has done really well. Um, so that's great, Viraj. And welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. Wonderful to see you. And then it's Devika. Devika is a middle schooler, a fresh middle schooler, and um, very excited uh, that the vacations are starting. Welcome, Devika. Uh, Hi, it's great to be here. Oh, that's nice. So uh, let's start with Varun. Um, What does environment mean to you? To me, I think environment means you know the nature and really everything around me you know the plants the animals and how all of that kind of is interconnected yeah wonderful viraj what does environment mean to you to me the environment is the surrounding uh, the uh, our surroundings which hold all life that can be plants the small bacteria on the ground or the squirrels running up the trees yeah that's really beautiful how about Devika? um to me environment is where all life is possible without the environment um there would be no such thing as humankind or animal kind or there would be no life um yeah and it's just everything um, outside, it's outside, it's nature. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and that's uh, the environment we live in and the environment we love, right? Something that we want um, to absolutely uh, protect uh, at any cost. So Varun, um, you have been a very passionate environmentalist uh, right from childhood. Uh, you know, uh, I even have a memories of you uh, catching little uh, squirrels and little lizards and getting them in your lunchbox back home to save them. <laughs> so, yeah, so those are my memories. That's what I feel. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, what, what have you uh, been a part of uh, back in India uh, that uh, you you have been very proud of and um, that you've been very passionate about? 
So there are two really big things that I was a part of. So I lived in Bangalore and um, in the part of Bangalore called Whitefield, there's this NGO called Whitefield Rising that conducts a census of all the trees in the area so that if any of them are cut down, the people who cut them down can be held accountable. So I conducted a kind of branch of that initiative in my community. Um, you know, I got all the kids in the community together. We went around, um, you know, recording all the trees, their size, what species they were. And that went on for about a year and a half, even through COVID. Uh, and that's something that I'm really proud of because, you know, it brought all of us together, even during the lockdown when a lot of us weren't able to do that. And I think it also brought me personally a lot closer to all the trees and you know, the variety of nature in the place where I lived. Um, the other one was a group called LEAP, uh, Leaders for Environmental Awareness and Protection, which is a student-run group founded by some students from the International School Bangalore mm-hmm. that focuses on raising awareness about environmental issues at all levels. So while I was part of LEAP, uh, I helped to... Uh, organize an event that aimed to raise awareness about solid waste management among school children by conducting competitions that would help them think about, you know, how waste management works, mm-hmm. you know, reduce, reuse, recycle, different types of waste, and, you know, how each of them has to be handled, things like that. And I also helped to participate in a fundraiser that um, raised money to revive a dried up lake outside Bangalore. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That was, um, uh, I'm sure that was very gratifying and uh, you saw some great results from it. It really was. um, It took a lot longer than expected to see the results because, you know, lockdown happened and there there were some complications. But uh, I think it was a couple of months ago that uh, we really started to see the results. And it was amazing because, yeah, I got to see like the before and after pictures. Right. It was really great to see. Right, and, and then you, you realize that, um, you know, you can make a difference. Yeah, absolutely. Right, even at, at that level. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, how about Viraj? Uh, I know you were also involved in a project, uh, uh, you know, to save the environment. Can you talk about that? Uh, yes. Uh, so, just like Varun, I worked in the project uh, Nerilu, uh, where we conducted the census of trees. And that's actually where I discovered my love for insects and arachnids and just creepy crawlies in general. <laughs> um, the other one that I did was, it wasn't as big, but I remember I had helped my grandmother uh, with uh, compost uh, for the garden. We had taken out uh, all the remains from vegetables, so like the vegetable peels, discarded fruit, and we gathered a bunch of worms and we dumped them in the garden and the results were incredible. The plants grew so much better. That's wonderful. And and the uh, next one that I'm planning to do is an ocean club mm-hmm. in, in my school. Who It's a club that basically works to stop pollution, uh, stop the stop the pollution in the oceans, clean up the beaches, for example. 
Oh, that's wonderful. So you, so you, that, you, you must have felt so good about doing that and it gives you so much happiness and pleasure. Right? It does. Wonderful. How about Devika? Devika was just five years old and I remember um, you coming to me and saying, uh, I think you had a project in, uh, on Earth Day and you said to me, what a mess have you made for us? <laughs> I still remember that. And um, I said today. today, I can say that. Yes, you did say that. So, and uh, uh, there was a there was a function uh, where everybody had left the bottles, and that's also when you were five years old. You started picking up the bottles, and that's where um, I was very touched. And uh, I, that motivated me to, um, you know, uh, that was the beginning for me um, to become a passionate uh, sustainability uh, advocate or, um, uh, you know, uh, caring for the environment much more than I used to. So thank you for that, Devika. Uh, and what are the, what, what, what projects have you done so far, you know, about, uh, what have you done about the environment? Um. I haven't done that many projects, um, but I mainly got influenced into sustainability and that sort of like field, um, mainly because when I was younger, my dad, uh, so Dr. Gokarni, he would come to my um, Montessori school and he would give lessons about environment and sustainability and just all sorts of sciencey kind of stuff. And that's where I realized like something needs to be done soon. So like that got me thinking. Um, and then, like you said, uh, when I was five, we went to a event and it was outside and then people just left and they left plastic bottles everywhere. And so I took what I learned cause I thought I was very smart. And then <laughs> I picked up all the little plastic bottles and I wanted to throw them away. Um, so I just threw them away and then someone actually ended up, I think, taking a video of me and sending it on Facebook. And then that I think went viral for a couple of days. <laughs> um, but that was, when I think about it, I don't really know what I was thinking then, but I know that if I thought about that when I was five, I can think about something even better once I get older, which can actually change the, change the, um, change the world. That's wonderful. That's motivating. Um, so, Aaron, you you are in Stanford, right? And you belong to a sustainability club over there. So, how how are you? How has it motivated you? And what uh, what are you uh, learning from that? So, um, I'm in the student run group. Uh, Students for a Sustainable Stanford, or SSS for short, because it is a pain to keep saying that. Um, and, you know, I was, I've been going to the weekly meetings, you know, every week since the term started. And every week they have a different speaker, you know, to come and talk about some environmental issue or some, you know, concept or technology, something like that. And it's really helped me learn a lot. Uh, for example, one big focus of SSS is environmental justice, which is a concept that has come up more and more in recent years. And it's the idea that when we're thinking of environmental solutions, 
the simplest solution is often some new innovation or something, you know, some technology, something that we can do like that. But that's not always feasible for people in low-income communities or marginalized communities. So it becomes very important that we have to, you know, find ways to include those communities in decision-making, in solutions, because they're often the people who are worst impacted by climate change and, you know, global warming as well. True. Very true. So that's wonderful that you're doing that, you know, and um, um, and I'm sure being uh, part of the club, uh, you're getting a lot of uh, exposure to everything that is happening around, and well, that's what motivates you much more than anything else at this point. Oh yeah, like a really a big part of the benefit that I'm getting from being in SSS is just being surrounded by so many people who are all passionate about the environment. And, you know, seeing that there are so many different ways to, you know, help or take action. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, you, you, you talked about your Ocean Club. Uh, what exactly are you doing? And that's really great that your school has these programs and clubs uh, which motivate you to do so much. Well, the thing is, the club hasn't actually been officialized yet, so there isn't anything we can do. But once it does happen, there are certain events that have been set up where we go to certain beaches mm-hmm. and we just pick up the trash that everyone's left behind and sort it. In fact... Uh, you, yeah, you were talking about your club. Uh... Yes. Um, so we've been... Uh, putting up signs in the school uh, that can help segregate uh, according uh, segregate waste accordingly because mm-hmm. a lot of the time people put the wrong things in the wrong trash cans true so I, I even uh, once saw a sign that just said recycle or else oh. it was just a simple sign put up on a random wall in the school <laughs> well that's good you know at least yeah. uh, there is that awareness that's coming around, right? That's very, yeah. very positive. How about Devika? Um, so what we did, um, I'm actually a part of a Girl Scout troop for um, Girl Scouts of Greater Atlanta. And we did a project where we planted uh, different herbs and plants um, just like in our own way so that we could make our oxygen cleaner and then they're also really useful like um i planted rosemary uh, for a little while and that was really useful because then you can also use it for like cooking and stuff um but it's also good for the environment because it takes in carbon dioxide and um brings out oxygen oh that's good planting trees planting shrubs it's all a part of uh uh, you know, making it better for the environment, right? What about um, com- Warren, What about composting? Uh, what do you understand about composting, or um, how do you see that as a part of uh, sustainability, from your point of view? So, I think that composting is a really simple and effective way to deal with food waste in a sustainable way, so that it doesn't have to go into a landfill. Um, and 
I think it's especially important because if food just gets wasted, right? Food waste in landfills ends up producing methane, which is, I believe, eight times worse as a greenhouse gas than carbon dioxide is. Um, so yeah, it's a you know simple and easy way to prevent that from happening, and it gives you the benefit of helping to grow plants as well. True. Yeah. Very true. How about Viraj? Uh, you've done uh, composting, right? You, as you said, uh, at home. So yes, I have. From, what yeah. did you learn from it? Well, I learned for one. I learned about. I learned about the specific animals that can uh, help with composting. So those include earthworms. Uh, centipedes, if believe it or not, and millipedes. Um, another thing that I learned was that not all trash uh, food, discarded food, has to just go into uh, uh, with the garbage collector. True. And uh, because I remember once in fifth grade, uh, we had watched a video about this. Uh, there was a village next to a large landfill. Um, and uh, the amount of waste was so great that it poisoned their water supply. Oh wow! And it and their harvest was really bad. So I once I learned about that, I decided that composting was probably a really good thing. Yeah, that's that's a great thing, and uh, more and more people are learning about it. Um, and uh, yeah, you know. Uh, uh, it, like you said, it does um, reduce a lot of wastage uh, going in and going into the landfill as well. How about Devika? Composting is that something you think is important? Yes, it's really um, it's really important if you're doing food waste. Um, like Baron said, it produces methane in landfills, which is um, I think almost 80 times worse than carbon dioxide. So, um, yeah, it's really, it's actually much worse than carbon dioxide. Um, the thing about composting is that a lot of things that companies like cutlery and stuff that they claim to be compostable can only be composted in industrial composting sites. So even if you have like an actual composter at home, it doesn't really work on so-called compostable packaging. Um, so that's one thing. So either way, it just gets thrown away. But if you're talking about food waste, um, natural waste, organic waste, it's really, really good to compost it. Well, that's wonderful. That's good to know that you have such different and valuable views about composting. And I do believe that composting is a big, big part um, of uh, creating a positive environment, uh, you know, um, and um, I think more and more people should do it. Um, now, talking about, um, you know, you all are going to citizens, future citizens of tomorrow. Um, what would you like to see get done in terms of um, climate change or um, uh, you know, sustainability. Uh, there is so much plastic pollution in the ocean. Um, do you think enough is being done? What would you like to say, Aaron? 
Well, if you ask me what I'd like to see, I would like to see climate change get stopped entirely, but that's a bit much for now, I think. Uh, I think what needs to be done the most is actually focusing on, you know, reduction of carbon emissions and carbon capture and storage so that we can try and reduce the effects of global warming before it becomes too much for, you know, life to survive, basically. And all the other issues that are going on right now, you know, like plastic pollution, like you said, is a major one. But I think it still comes second to the major thing of, you know, carbon emissions and global warming. Because we can handle, you know, plastic pollution and other issues like that more in the long term. But global warming and specifically, you know, global warming from carbon emissions is going on right now. It's worsening in the short term. Um, and I think we have if I remember correctly, about 30 years to keep it below, like to cut carbon emissions to effectively zero so that we can keep global warming from just spiraling out of control. Absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree with you there. Um, and um, I think it's, uh, it's well, I mean, the efforts are being done, but we are a long way from home. There. We do. So how about Devika? What, what what would you would like to see uh, as a future citizen? Um, I would like to see that people do as much as they can, even if it's something small, do as much as they can to try and cut down anything that they find is non-sustainable. Like if they're using a plastic bag instead of a cloth bag while going shopping, they could try doing that. If they want to compost their organic waste, that's great. Like, just do whatever you can to cut down. Um, and I don't think I mentioned this earlier when you talked about projects I did, but um, for school, I'm huge PowerPoint presentation on um, carbon emissions and um, greenhouse gases. And so after doing all that research, it's really changed how I think about um, all these carbon emissions and greenhouse gases, because I now realize how dangerous and how actually harming they can be to the environment. That's true, very true. How about Viraj? What would you well, like? Well, personally, what I'd like to see done is reducing, uh, reduce in uh, usage of fossil fuels. So I think one big contributor to that is transportation. So cars, uh, trucks, I've seen on the road on the way to school, many, many cars that and smoke is just leaking out of every angle. And one other thing I'd like to see is the people in power just contributing to a better climate. True. So using all that money and power that they have to make a difference. Yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Um, it's very important to, um, you know, uh, do whatever we can and uh, uh, on individual level, um, absolutely, because uh, every little drop counts in an ocean and we can all make a difference, right? Um, right now whatever you see uh, 
what what hurts you most Varun? well it's kind of like what viraj said it's that the people in power right now both you know people in government and just the really really rich and powerful people aren't doing enough to try and save the environment save the earth that we live on you know like people say people talk a lot about what all these you know big companies are doing or what governments are doing but i feel like it isn't enough that people like especially people in power just don't okay enough right now right um yeah i mean you know we always have um have to be positive and look forward to uh uh you know a, a more positive uh, uh response from them uh in general and yeah. um, hopefully that is coming hopefully uh, yeah how about viraj what hurts you viraj when you see all this happening the plastic pollution climate change everything what hurts me is what effect it has on everything around it then that's not just the animals that live in the environment that's us too because harming the environment is having a lot of a harmful impacts on us for example in california there's a mountain range with some snow and it melts during the summer during the spring sorry and that is uh, california one of california's biggest sources of water and it's slowly just starting to melt down and less and less snow is uh, found on in those mountains and eventually even if we can cut down completely uh, on carbon emissions there's nothing we can do about it eventually it's just going to burn out true 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 um yeah everything is uh, playing its part right i mean um uh, and you are seeing these effects in every little way like you said the the mountain caps the snow caps are melting so uh all we can do is um hope for more efforts in this regard um and uh, hopefully you guys will get to see um little more positive impact uh in that uh, direction how about devika um the thing that hurts me most is that all these organisms like all these animals they haven't done anything wrong to deserve what happening to them because of climate change it's human activity is what's causing this and all these like innocent animals they're getting killed or they're getting injured or they're getting hurt because we did something wrong and in the end it affects us like i um i went to a event about climate change runs for kids and stuff and so what they did is that they gave everyone they gave the small kids of all this is supposed to symbolize that it's slowly like if something is polluted eventually it just goes up all the way to the top of the food chain so they gave some people like balls or papers and stuff like that and then you had to tag a person with the ball and eventually you gave the ball to the person who's at the highest highest rank and then eventually they just get infected or poisoned or whatever and so it all comes back to humans and 
it's kind of like it's kind of kind of our fault you know it's our fault that this is happening to the world so yes, yes i totally agree uh, you know we are at fault somewhere for whatever we are the ones who are going to get hurt for it Oh, yeah, we're going to pay, and yeah. we are paying the price, right? We are paying the price for it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, um, you know what? Uh, we can't lose hope. There is a lot of research being done. There are a lot of companies that are working um, towards finding more sustainable solutions, uh, uh, you know, um, and uh, there are other uh, uh, organizations uh, that are making these efforts in a positive way uh, to create a positive effect. So I think we should we should all be positive about it. And uh, you guys are the future citizens. Uh, and um, I know it will be a big task for you guys to work there. But uh, the work has started, uh, you know, uh, and uh, it's uh, um, we can all just say and say that it will be a great, um, uh, you know, years coming ahead in, in terms of uh, a positive, a beautiful, uh, positive environment, a beautiful planet for all of us to live happily. So, mm -hmm. thank you, Varun and Virat and Devika. This was a lot of fun doing this with you guys. And um, uh, I'm proud of all of you, of every one of you. So uh, it, it's been great. Um, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, this is our little family, um, and hope you all enjoyed listening to it. Um, and uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Uh, please stay tuned uh, to the future podcasts uh, that are coming up. And uh, we are on Twitter and Instagram, um, and you can listen to us there. Thank you once again. Have a wonderful day. Mm -hmm.